Where did you hear this? All right, I, I'm going to slap <laughs> Where you Where did you hear this? Did you just look this up? No. I've never. I'm talking about it. I've never heard you say foreign. All right, can I finish my story, please? <laughs> so this decoy deer is on its side. I'm looking at it right now. One of the legs is off to the side. Hello, mother. Hello, Katie. Here we are apart again. I know. I'm exhausted. I am too. I mean, I really am exhausted. And I went to bed 7.30 last night. Got up at 7. I know. Now, did I sleep straight through? Of course not. But uh, I can go back to bed now. Oh, I'm planning on taking a nap after this. I'm exhausted. And I have so much. But you were up early. Tell us about your day already, Katie. You said I look tired. Do I look tired? No, no. I said, tell us about your day. No, but before that, you said I looked tired. I did? Yeah. Roll back the tape. (laughs) You look a little tired, honey. Yeah, but you've been Mm -hmm. traveling, all that. Yeah, so I flew back to New York last night. Um, And then this morning early, we had a segment on Good Day New York, which was for the Sculpt Society, which was really fun and exciting, but we had to be there early for the segment. And then whenever that stuff happens, I always like feel like I'm going to oversleep and then I won't get up in time. And then, <sighs> so I didn't really sleep at all last night and I just have so much to do. I know, but at like, least you don't have to take out real Christmas trees. No, but I have to break down this one. Well, eventually, but you've got to, you have the rest of the year to do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll keep it up for the whole year. Oh God. No, I um, have so much to do. Like I have so many emails. I have so many like admin things and I'm just not an admin girly. I know you said like, that. Like whenever that comes into play, I just shut down and I'm like, well, I think I might actually have to go run this errand. You know, like I just find an excuse. And isn't that funny? I love to do that. See, at this time of year, I know I've got to go through, well, all of my file cabinets to take out last year's bills and that sounds file them like away. And that sounds like my. <laughs> idea I love doing of that. Well, I like. But you are very organized, though. Uh, yeah. No, I. Yes, I am. But then I can get let things get a mess. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. No, it can be a yes. tornado. You just left my house, Katie. It can mm-hmm. be a tornado, but I do. I will eventually pick it up and organize it. But um, yeah, it's just I'm finding every, every excuse not to do the things I have to do, and then also just taking a nap. You know? Yeah. Well, naps are. Very I also good. came home. No matter what anybody says, I came home, <laughs> and yes. I ate. Two seaweed snacks and two oh, huge okay, pickles right. and iced coffee and a vitamin water. How random as hell is that? Well, you are pregnant. Now give us a little mm-hmm. update, Kate. You are what, 19 uh-huh. weeks? Yep. 18 weeks? 19 weeks. Starting the 19th week. You're almost half I know, way, Katie. And I, especially today, too, filming for the news and like seeing myself. Um, I'm like, oh, I, I, I look different. You are showing. 
And yes, I you can't are. really like suck it in. Yeah. No, I definitely hit a brand new chapter on week 17, like a couple days into my week, the 17th week. I was like, oh my God, I'm not wanting to throw up every day. I'm not wanting to, I'm not nauseous every second of the day. So it really did take 17 weeks for me, like fully to feel normal in the sense of how I'm feeling. Um, So I'm grateful for that, that I'm in that phase. I feel like my skin is a little bit better. I told you. It's still not glowing. I felt so, but I felt so bad, Katie, because you got sick here. Not real, real sick, but sick enough where, yeah. And, you know, obviously when you're pregnant, you can't be taking medication. So that was tough. I, I I think you sneezed every single yeah, minute. No, it, and I was. Uh, you were just draining yeah. from everywhere. Your poor eyes, yeah. your nose. Yeah. So that wasn't enjoyable, but um, you know, I'm on the other end. I'm still not a hundred, but I'm getting to be a hundred, so that's good. Um, weather updates. I'm, I feel like I'm constantly itchy. Well, I think that is part of the like pregnancy my, my situation. Stomach. I think your skin it yeah is like dry. That's why you got to keep that coiled up. Well, we can give uh you have a lot to look forward to because we've got quite a bit of travel. And we're not going to say where we're going, but we planned Okay, we're not going we to. We planned a last hoorah trip the two of us. Mother daughter, mother daughter, hoorah! Yes, in a we couple weeks, wait. and that's coming up in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie planned her baby moon. Well, I know that I have another trip coming up out west with dad for another um, work event, but it's going to be fun. I, I shouldn't say fun; it's going to be very. Um, it's like a retreat for me. This one, uh, I learn a lot, and I can just spend time with myself. And go to the meetings. And I, I I love this conference that we're going to. So that's coming up. And I still want to plan a getaway with just the two of us. My dad. <laughs> my dad. Uh, my husband. My, dad. my Kevin. So I'm trying to figure out if we should do the, go somewhere in the I Caribbean. I told you, you got to go to parts. Yeah. Back to me, what we were talking about. Yes, Catherine. Um, Pregnancy-wise, people are asking about cravings. Not Nothing like crazy besides fruit, like juicy fruit and juices. Yes, I noticed that. But Katie, I noticed the pickle situation. I know. I mean, they, they, they joke about that by eating pickles when you're pregnant. But I mean, I just watched you and I thought this child is eating like a handful of those um, so I'll take that. I think it's the crunch, you know, like I like the crunch. Yeah. Well, I'll go for the chip crunch. Well, sorry. I mean, I'll take that too. On the airplane flying back, I had like a bag of popcorn and a bag of chips like, and I went through every, all of them. And the guy next to me was just like staring at me. And then the lady came by and she's like, do you want another snack? I'm like, yeah, I'll take the gummy bears. And he, <laughs> and he was just like, what the hell is what this chick next to me? <laughs> Oh, Katie, Katie, Katie. Well, speaking of food, this is, you know what happens when everybody leaves after a holiday? I'm left with all the cookies, the candy. You just got to give it away. Chips. You got to give it away. I have to because I am going bonkers. I know, I know. So I'm going to pack up a lot and send it over to Lizzie and Critty for the kids because 
it's too much of a temptation. Yeah, you just got to get it out. Way too much. Way too much. So uh, I'm going crazy with that. But first, I'm just, we got one tree, uh, all the decorations off, the ornaments off, put away, stored, out of the house. Now I'm working on the big one. So um, yeah, I just have to do that. It's a whole ordeal. I mean, it's fun putting it up. Christmas decorations, taking it down just stinks. I know. But I don't know how anybody else feels. I do keep up some things until Valentine's Day. So some of the things on the mantle, like the um, the garland and the red, anything that's red. Like in my dining room, I had a lot of red things, uh, like red uh, candle holders and such that I keep up. So because otherwise it's just too stark. I know. I know. Yeah. We'll wait till Lent to have it all stark. Oh. Jeez, and the speaking guilt of, that's that's up. coming up so early this year. I cannot believe Easter is at the end of March. Yeah. I mean, that's really quick. Crazy yeah. times. Yeah, really crazy times. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which means, yeah. What does that mean? What am I giving up for Lent again? I'm going to do, I'm doing the dry Lent. Dry. I'm not doing dry January. Yeah. You can do it. I'll, I'll, yeah, but I really didn't drink that much because I didn't have my drinking partner. Me. I know. Yeah. You would always fix all these exotic drinks for me when you would come home. I know. But it, the non-alcoholic drinks that I got weren't half bad. No. Like, actually. Yeah. Like, the cheap non-alcoholic wine, don't get it. That's stupid. It, you have to spend a little bit of, like, the alcohol-removed situation. Because then otherwise it tastes like just juice. Yeah. No, and I don't like that. I will just go back to my Fresca because you can never have enough. Never have enough. I just love my Fresca. It's yeah. true. All right. But I, you know what I did before we talk about all of our uh, resolutions? Yes and no. I want to say that th- something about fashion that I read. Okay. The new black is brown. Did you hear that? Breaking Katie? news, everyone. The new black is black brown. Black is brown. <laughs> And you know, I'm not a brown gal. Why do that, you say that? Why? why? Well, because I, I, you're okay, blonde. I thought I, blonde I, thought I so wasn't. Okay. Brown. But now I think I am. I'm really excited about it. So you believe the magazines, but you won't believe me when I tell you to wear brown? Well, I did believe you because remember you convinced me to buy that uh, brown um, Wolford uh, turtleneck? Oh, yeah. Bodysuit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I'm excited about that. And as I thought about it, I thought, I remember my grandmother wearing this most gorgeous brown and cream colored polka dot dress when she would go to church. And I loved it. In fact, I wish I had it. Um, so I'm, gonna, I'm on the hunt for that. So keep your eyes out. Okay. I'll keep okay. my eyes out. And I want to say uh, another fashion trend that I think is going to start Ooh. because I want to start it. Ooh. And it's called brooches. It's called, we know what a brooch I is. love brooches. Uh-huh. I hope that if Madison, Jewelry Madison, get fewer finer. fewer finer, that she will be on the hunt for me. For a brooch. I, I love brooches. And I have two beautiful ones that daddy bought me. And it's just funny how, well, how would he think of buying that? And the first one that I have is that kind of curly Q uh, gold. And at the end of the curly Q is a diamond. And actually the curly Q really is a C Yeah, for Carol. Mm-hmm. I have that from him. And then I have another beautiful one with three uh, flowers and, at, uh, and with um, precious uh, gems 
like a ruby, uh, diamonds and something else. So, and I wore that this Christmas and I loved it. And I thought, okay, we need to start this up again. Okay. I like this idea. Yeah, I really do. There's something very special about that. So that's been on my mind. Brooches Brown is the new black and brooches. All the bees. Did you um, see that the queen of Denmark abdicated the throne? What? Yes. And she's giving Why? it to her son. She was reigned, like, she was queen for 50-some years. Oh, she's an she's older. Yeah. But she's still abdicated, yeah. Isn't that, that is, interesting? I guess that is. <gasps> wow. I so know. how old is she then, Katie? Is she, like, I think probably in her 80s? 70s or 80s. She must be in her yeah. 80s. Well, she just can't take it. Well, But she's very with it. It's not like she's not with she, it. Yeah, and look at our Queen Elizabeth I would know. not do that. I know. I, well, because she took those vows. She was not going to. But I find it. I wonder how that is for the country, you know, because she's obviously still alive. So when she goes around, are people just not going to call her queen anymore? Oh, no. She will always be queen. Once a queen, always a queen. But that's she's abdicating, so she's taking away her title. No, she's just taking away her duties. But I think once you're a queen, you're always a queen. But I could be wrong. No, because same with I the- I stand corrected. Who, who is the, the king that abdicated because he wanted to marry- the divorcee, yeah, he wasn't a king anymore. No, he was not. He was thrown out in England. Yeah, but I keep thinking that's for a different reason. But no, but he abdicated. But like the Pope, when the Pope, well, I think it's different. Abdicated. He's still called a Pope. I, I think it's different. I don't think it's the same. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. Well, anyhow, okay. So there's going to be another big coronation so party. His, her. Son. Son. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Interesting. I thought that was a fun That's fact. That's very interesting. You don't really that hear too much fact. about the, the royal family Denmark. of Denmark. Yeah. I wonder how involved they are with uh, ruling the country. Probably not. Probably not at all. It's, it's more of a ceremonial title. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. that sounds wonderful. Um, well, good for him. I hope. Is he married and children and, so. and all that? I think so. Oh, wow. Talk about your life changing quickly, huh? Well, I mean, he obviously knew it was coming. Prepared, yeah, he's prepared. But mm -hmm. wow, oh, that's exciting. Um, we watched the whole second season of Paris in Love, the Paris Hilton documentary. Or yes, we did. It was documentary biopic? I don't know what it, whatever you would call it. Reality show. I know the family is complicated. What family isn't? But uh, I just never realized how complicated her family, her mother, is. Kathy. Yeah, Kathy Hilton. She was she seemed a little vacant mm -hmm. on this show. Yeah. Vacant. Mm -hmm. Like not really getting the fact that uh Paris went through a lot. Right. I mean, yes, she was a, a naughty girl, I guess, growing up. I don't know all of her background, so I don't want to say, but um I wonder I guess, if that's guilt from Kathy to like obviously she's probably guilty, like has a guilty conscience of like sending her to those places because she thought she was going to help Paris, but it obviously did not help her. So I wonder if that's her being like, I, I want to block and bridge and I don't want to approach these conversations because it was ultimately my fault. You know, the whole thing was too, is that it's very public now. And I think that she basically is more of a private person herself. She didn't want all of this to be coming out. If you yeah, but I mean, um, and then well, they were very surprised that Paris wrote all this in her book. But 
I think it was, it had, it had to come out as a healing for Paris. But didn't you get gain a lot more respect for her, for Paris? It's a good watch. Yeah, I, I highly yes, recommend I people watch it. Yeah. Yes, I did. And once again, it makes me sad. It makes me sad because, you know, it's not easy to be a parent, Katie. As I've said this to you, you know, you want to do the best for your children. And it's it's easy to be a, be a good parent when your child is, is easy. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're going to have difficult times with your children. And what was the most that's when you're really time tested. that you had with me growing up? I don't know, Katie, when you asked me it like that, I, cause I really didn't have <laughs> difficult, difficult times. I really didn't. I think the only thing that felt like a challenge, like a big challenge for me was college for you, because I knew that taking those SATs and ACTs were going to be a very big challenge to you because that was not your forte. And um, I didn't know how to protect you from that because at the time you had to take them. And yet in my heart, I knew that you were going to be a dancer, you were going to be in the arts, and that you had to do an audition to get in the school. And that was the thing that was the most important. But I knew that you had to go through this process. And I knew it was going to be painful for you. Because people talk and uh, you go to school and, and those mean girls that you were around would be coming in saying, oh, I got a 35, 36. Oh, I aced it. What'd you did? Well, how did you do, Katie? You know, and, and that was hard for me as a, as a mother because I just wanted to protect you and say, it doesn't matter, Katie. It doesn't matter. But at the but time, I, but it But I like knew it didn't though. Like I was not. But it was still hard for you. The act of taking the test, yes, but like I knew I wasn't going to ace it. But sometimes I thought maybe, maybe I did really good. (laughs) (laughs) Like it could be in an alternate universe that I guessed all correct didn't work out that way. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was a hard time for me Mm -hmm. with you as a parent, but oh heck, we made it through, you know? Yeah. But that doesn't seem that, that, that hard. I don't, I didn't have those kind of, I mean, Paris Hilton supposedly was on drugs and running out in the middle of the night and Mm -hmm. partying here. And I mean, I don't know, I'd have to put a leash on you. I don't know what I would have done. You know, like, like it's, it, I mean, what would you do if I was wild like that? If I was going crazy? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It would be hard. I mean, would I send you away? I, I don't think so. Because that's not who I am. I, I, I would want to deal with the situation. Uh, sending you away, I don't know. I don't think I would have. But, oh, geez, that would have been difficult. I don't know, Katie, what I would have done. I know, because then it's like, because Paris was going crazy. And I, it, I can see a world in that Kathy was like, I don't know what to do. Right. She didn't. I think they tried just about everything. Right. Yeah. I think they did. I don't <laughs> And at the time, Katie, were they living in New York City? Yeah, they were. When this was all going on? The Plaza or whatever, the Waldorf, Astoria. When this was all happening. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is hard. I don't know. You do your best. That's all I can say is is that would have taken, that would have been a full-time, full-time job Mm -hmm. watching you. Mm -hmm. You're lucky that I'm just an angel. Yeah, well... Mm-hmm. My angel. <laughs> I bring happiness wherever I go. Of course. 
Of course you do. Of course you do. <laughs> Speaking of angels, it's that time of year too, everybody, where you have to bless your door. I'm crazy about that. All you need is a piece of chalk. Okay. Uh, who has chalk? Who doesn't have chalk? If you have little kids, you have chalk. Find a piece of chalk. I, I have a lot. Any chalk? You really? Well, I'm right. not going on the sidewalks, John. Little. How come design? I have so much chalk? Then yeah. I guess because we have a chalkboard at the back of the door at the uh, in our. Um, and that's a good thing. To, that's a good idea too to have in your mudroom is a chalkboard. Oh, tips from if you Carol. Have little kids. Tips from Carol. Who are your little Anyhow, kids that you? Have? You know, Katie. It's funny, but the chalkboard was from uh, the the house that we bought. This on this property that we ended up raising and taking down to build this house. I kept some of the things that were in the house and want, just because I felt like it's good karma. And it happened to be a chalkboard at the back of their, you know, in their in their old mudroom. And I just thought this Marion who lived here was just such a happy person. And I thought, I'm gonna keep that chalkboard. And some and so to this day we have it in our mudroom. But anyhow, long story short, time to bless your doorway. I think I talked about this maybe last year. And yes, it is a Catholic thing, but you know what? Anybody can do this. I mean, the Jews, Jewish people have their mezuzah on the door, right? And that's to bless people coming and going, right? Isn't that what, what it's for? Uh, I think so. No, it's... Bless the house? Yeah, bless the house. I think it's to tell people that Jewish people live here. Oh, okay. Well, you put the you, you, on the, on the door, uh, doorway on the inside of the house, above the door, you write a 2-0 meaning 20, right? Uh, plus C, plus M, plus B, those are the three wise men, plus the year, 24. So 20, 24, and you put C, M, B. Okay. And that gives you a blessing. Can you name the kings? For the year. Uh, yes, I can. Wow, I just forgot. Casper. <laughs> I had a look at my notes. Casper. Oh, so you looked it up Mel already. Melchior, Mel Melchior, and Balthazar. I know the B is always Balthazar. Balthazar, we love that restaurant in New York. I know. I I thought of that too. Mm. Those are the three magi that come. Magi, magi, magi. The wise men, the kings. That's another word for kings. Magi. I know that. Yeah, yeah. And they come, I believe, on January sixth. Remember, Father Hammer would always have the three kings party. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's coming up. So bless your house so that it brings you good luck and blessings through the year. Mm. Will do. With a piece of chalk. Get some chalk. I'll bring it. To, I'll bring it next time. Okay. So, so well, I have chalk. a white door, so I don't think a white on white will work. Yeah, it will. You won't you be able to, to see it. Well, then just use a magic marker. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the mezuzah. We got the. I got it all up in here. You got the crosses. You yeah. got the. Oh God! And Lizzie, speaking of magic marker, was cleaning. I don't know if it was magic marker, but there still is a residue on the, the one little chair. Mm. Yeah. Can't get off. Children. Well, yeah. So I'm going to see you in like four days because yes, we are headed to Minneapolis for my cousin's baby's baby baptism. Baptism. You can say baby shower. Um, and you are the godmother. Mm -hmm. I have three children oh, nice. now that I'm the godmother of. I think I'm a hot commodity. Who do you have? Um, Lily? Yeah, my brother's son, um, Matt's sister's 
daughter and then my cousin's oh, yes, that's right. um, son. son. Mm-hmm. How wonderful. Mm-hmm. You have to take that seriously, Katie. Of course I do. Mm-hmm. I take everything very seriously that I do. What other things did we watch when we were home? You know what was fun? Remember uh, on New Year's Eve, speaking of New Year's Eve, our New Year's Eve was pretty chill, um, spending it at home, but it was one of the best ever, just being home. Um, but we watched that show on everything that happened in 2023. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that fun? Mm-hmm. Just all it the was fads. A very good year. Yeah. I like I feel at the end of the year, it's easy to like lose sight of what happened to you in the previous year and what you did and accomplished. And I was kind of going through my phone and through all the pictures from January of 2023 through um, the entire year. And we had a lot of really great moments. We started our podcast in 2023. Um, Just a lot of amazing career highs for me. Um, I traveled a bunch. Obviously, I got pregnant. I moved apartments. Like so much change and it's going to continue to happen in 2024. But it's kind of crazy. It's easy to lose sight on what has happened, you know? Well, and um, they were talking about um, the numerology, uh, the meaning of um, New Year's Eve, the one, two, three, one, two, three. That was something else. And I'll be darned if it wasn't in the paper. Um, uh, And let me just read this. Uh, It said, uh, professional astrologer told, uh, I can't pronounce her name, Montufar, told the old farmer's almanac that the number one brings the very spark of initiation, two focuses on building, and the number three is related to the concept of creation, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Interesting. Together, the sequence of these three numbers speaks of the spark of initiation that seeks to build a new creation. Wow, this year's all about me. And the, one, two, three, this one, two, child. Three. And if I know, uh, and if you add the numbers up, uh, it it totals the number twelve, and the number twelve in numerology can symbolize spiritual enlightenment with potential for the day to deliver epiphanies and aha moments. Pretty cool. I think it's going to be a good year. Yeah. I don't know. I, do I feel it's going to be another year of change. And Is change hard for you, Katie? Yes and no. I think I'm excited by change. Because you have a lot of big, big changes. Yeah. I think I sometimes can mourn the, like, the past maybe like what I don't know if if we think of change like I know in the beginning of me finding out I was pregnant it was like oh my god what am I gonna do like my past life is done like right what's my identity like I think all of that is very scary so I think in change that made me feel a little unsettled but I think a fresh start in either a new apartment a new chapter of a career, whatever. I think all that's exciting. I feel like I am pretty adaptable. I think you are. When I think back now on- um, I think New Yorkers kind of have to be. Right. When you moved your apartment, uh, moved apartments, I remember when you said there was somebody that contacted you that said, I'll buy all of your furniture, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. everything in your apartment. I said, what? 
in the world? And Katie goes, I said, Katie, this is just a hoax. This can't be true. And she goes, mom, this is for real. This person just wants to buy all my furniture. And I said, well, Katie, what, what are you going to do then moving into? She go- and you said, well, I'll start fresh. And you did. Yeah. And I love, do you the, remember that? Of course I lived it, but I love the vibe so much more in our current place, you know? So I really do believe that everything happens for a reason. You might not know the reason in that moment, but you kind of just have to have faith in yourself and the people around you and continuing being truthful and honest with yourself and it'll all work out. So yeah, I feel like I'm just kind of riding with that. Yeah. Obviously like a baby is the biggest change. I think we'll eventually have to move out of this apartment. So that's going to be so fun. Oh my God. Yeah. So there's lots of things that I think you could either look at it as this is scary. This is the unknown. This is, I do, I, I'm feeling like the bottom's coming out kind of a feeling, or you mm-hmm. can look at it like, okay, this is a, a chance to do something new. This is a chance to have a new perspective on the way I see things around me. So I try to choose for the latter than the first where I feel sometimes you get nervous. It, well, you do. You're a worrier. Well, I'm a worrier, but I, I am, I'm okay with change. I don't like to stay stagnant. No, I'm not saying that you're not okay with yeah. change, but, but yes, I think I am a worrier. that you, you are very practical where I sometimes can be very like in my, in like a dream world and like do you know what I'm saying? Like not practical where like you can like, you think of that and that scares you sometimes. Well, yes, uh, I would agree with that because I, yes, you know, I'm good with change, but I will see all of the things that could go wrong and and could go wrong. wrong. Yeah. Where I, for me, like when she said, I'll buy all your furniture, I'm like, amazing. I get it all new furniture. This is exciting. Right. Where you were right, like, Katie. you're going to live with like no furniture for so long, like a long time when I didn't even think of that. I said, well, what do, doesn't some, some of this furniture have any kind of meaning to you or, or you do? No, mom, it's just furniture. Yeah. So, okay. I like that. I guess I need to do that more. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's good to have a little bit of both. I think that's why we balance each other out. You're the Libra and I'm the Aries where I'm just, you know, in my own world and you have a little bit more practicality in your world that you Mm -hmm. can bring me down and I can bring you up. Oh my gosh. What is this baby going to be? A Gemini, which is terrifying. No. Uh Uh-huh. Geminis can be either amazing or kind of psycho. Well, let's let's err on the amazing side. Yeah. Let's not worry about that. Okay, do you have new do you have any New Year's resolutions? I hate that. Me too. When people ask me that, I just hate that. I thought at this point in my life, New Year, I'm just happy to be alive <laughs> and to start a new year. I know. You know? You know, yeah. The week between Christmas and New Year's, I turn into a cavewoman. Oh, we all do. Like, ask me the last time I showered when I was at home. Couldn't tell you. I was, the hair was itchy. I had to tap it. Like the amount of food that I, <laughs> the amount of food that I was eating that was processed and 
carb. No. What are you talking about? M- maybe carb, yeah. Car- of course. Processed, all yeah. the things. I mean, yeah. cheese, crackers, chips, popcorn, Garrett's popcorn, uh, yeah. cinnamon rolls, ham. I mean, nothing healthy. Well, and then you wanted to make the, the birthday cake. Yeah, of course. But the cupcakes, I'm so not, it's like, I'm oh, not, I still got the cupcakes here at home, Kate. I'm not complaining. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm looking at him thinking, well, I guess just one small one wouldn't hurt. And I thought, no, Carol, do not go near those I'm cupcakes. not complaining, but I'm just saying every year at the end of this – what do you do with all these papers flipping around? I can We can hear you. I'm preparing. Well, preparing. Calm down. Um, I feel so disgusting and just like so ready to start eating – like myself again. So I'm just happy and excited to get back into my normal routine again. But I think that week of just letting loose and having fun and enjoying is necessary. I think everybody did. And I think I told you this, but I had to like quick run to the bank and the um, post office, by the way, post office, buy your stamps now before the end of January, because they're going up the forever stamps. So I bought four roll, four rolls. That's another tip from Carol. But when I went in the post office, I think half of the people in the post office were there in pajamas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They no were just in pajamas with their Ugg boots on. And I thought, this is this is everybody's week off. And I find it you know? so funny because whenever I come home to Wisconsin, I have all these plans in my head that I think we're going to go to like galas and big dinners and I need to get like so dressed up. And we don't end up leaving the house ever. And I'm in my pajamas the entire time. So I don't know why. But you love every minute of it. Oh, I'm not complaining. But I'm just saying I don't know why I end up packing like 10 pairs of high heels. I don't either, Kate. You do the same thing. So yes, I do. Especially shoes when I go somewhere. Yeah. And Matt and dad loved it too. <laughs> when, when have we seen those boys in pajamas and bathrobes the entire, the entire time? Matt and dad had the best oh trip, the God, two of them. sure did. They made cupcakes together. They <laughs> went to the movies together. They went and shot. We have to preface that a little bit. He didn't make the cupcakes, but they iced the okay. cupcakes. So we they went to a movie because we bought four tickets. <laughs> but by the time Katie and I got home from the event we were at previously, we looked at each other and we said, not. I'm not going to this movie. <laughs> we're staying home. Yeah. And dad and Matt goes, what? <laughs> I said, just go. So they went. Anyhow, what else did they do? Um, they did something else. They, uh, oh, they like shot like a arrow on the oh. thing. I don't know. They did some, yeah, practice. Target Target, target shooting or whatever. Yeah, they had a whole, oh, and they also went and did a hot dog tasting review. Oh, that's right. Matt had a hankering for a hot dog. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, Matt? He goes, where is there a hot dog joint? And I said, you know, come to think of it, there is a Mr. Dog, D-A-W-G. Dog. Dog. And he goes, what? And I said, yes. And I said, it's just up the way uh, on Port Washington Road. And I said, in fact, I even saw our dentist, Dr. Sandvik, posted something about going there so to get a hot dog. So then it has to be good. If Dr. Be Sandvik good. goes, it has to be good. <laughs> this has to be good. So I'll be darned. Uh, they just ate. What did they just eat? I even said that to dad. You just had like a ham sandwich and now you're going 
and getting a hot talk with Matt? He goes, well, sure. We have to do a report on it. <laughs> so they did. Yeah, they had a great time, the two of them. Yeah. Well, the cupcake started because... No, you know where... The, excuse me. You know where they went? What? Solly's. Oh, yeah. I went to Solly's too. You went there too. Well, yeah. Explain what Solly's is. Well, it's a butter burger place. It's great, but it's just... You're eating this it's like, burger. It's like a, a glorified uh, George Webb's. Yeah, but it's like, like a one, one step up from it. Sure. You don't know what a George Webb's is. Yeah, I but, know what a George Webb's is. Oh, you yeah. do. Okay. But anyhow, that's, and they literally give you the bun with half a, uh, a pound of butter. The on first it. time I ever went there, I thought that they were putting eggs on my burger and it was butter. Um, it's yeah. delicious, but like, holy hell. The heart. That's what it was. They had the, the Solly burgers and then they went for a hot dog. No, those said, are two I, different days. Well, at least I didn't do that. I got the burger and Lord have mercy. But the cupcakes started because we, Matt and I, before we came, we're like, what fun traditions could we start with our family like around Christmas, you know? And then I came up with the amazing idea that on Christmas Day, we should bake a cake for baby Jesus' birthday. And Matt's like, I love okay. that idea. So then we made cupcakes. But didn't I didn't finish. Well, they did finish. They we put didn't about finish. They finished. Two inches of icing on each one. Yeah. They had a whole and assembly line. And, they had a great yeah. trip together. But it was relaxing and just nice. It was good. And now my house is quiet again and it's like, what has happened? It's like a bomb went off after Katie leaves. What? <laughs> my refrigerator is full of just plug full of the drinks because I made sure that I had everything I for drink you. Drinks so meaning, much, though, of it. Yeah, you did. But, I mean, now I have the flavored coffee creamer. I don't really use that. We'll just use it up. And what is that other mocha situation? You're the one that bought it. I don't really know. Yeah. I'm sure it's good. Yeah. In fact, I was going to have a little bit of that now, and I forgot. But, yeah. But resolutions, yeah. So I have no resolutions. Just go with the flow. Maybe yeah. don't hold things on too tight yeah, and let go well, of things. Yeah. I, I was thinking, I was kind of going in that vein too and uh, was going to do a soliloquy on it, but I'm going to make it short and... No, soliloquy uh, away. Let's hear it. Yeah. Well, I just think that um, it's a good... I know that, re- new, you know, New Year's resolutions, I'm going to have a dry January, I'm going to exercise, I'm going to eat better, you know, all this stuff. But I, I was thinking that I know there a lot of families go through things, have issues. Ours as well, with extended family or immediate family. Um, and I think it's it's a good idea to forgive people and as well as forgive people to learn how to apologize to people. Because I think that um, forgiving people is a choice that you make, and it can set you free. It can make you feel a lot better. It gives you, it makes you feel good. It's a feel good. And apologies is the same way. And um, I was I was reading up on apologies, and it was interesting. They said that an apology should include the three R's: have regret, take responsibility, and find a remedy. I love that. Didn't don't you like that? The three R's. I love that, but I feel well, people when you want an apology the most, those people will not give you those. But you know what I was thinking? We teach our children 
in, immediately if Willie like smacks Maggie or vice versa, Lizzie will go right up and say, you need to apologize. You need to apologize. Well, I think adults need to do the same. And you know when you've hurt somebody or caused pain on somebody. And I think that's really important this year to find that forgiveness in your heart and find a time when you can really um, undo the past. But that takes a lot of bravery and vulnerability. And repair, some people don't have undo that. The, I know. Undo the past and try to repair what has been harmed. I think it's it's it, it's a challenge, that's for sure, Katie. Do you feel like you hold on to things? Um, I don't feel that I hold on to things because uh, I grew up in a family that did. You know, I think when my dad was angry, my dad would, uh, as we called it, be moody. He would be in his moods for two or three weeks at a time, Katie, and not talk to anybody in the family. And that's holding on to things and that's letting things bubble up and bubble up until it blows up. And, um, I vowed that that would never be me. That would never be me. And it's not me. If, if there's an issue, I, I like to put it on the table and talk about it. And I like to believe that I'd be the first to apologize to somebody if I've hurt somebody. I consciously think of that. Yeah. You know, um, I, I have, I tend to hold on to things. I think you do. Mm-hmm. But I try to help you with that yeah. because yeah. you can't. But it's easy to hold on to things when there is never um, a validation of anyone's feelings. Like if something happens and the conflict never becomes Resolves resolved, itself. yeah, yes. and it's just like water under the bridge, push it under the rug, move on, move forward, but we're not going to talk about it, that's when I have an issue. Oh, yeah. But that's, but you said that you hold on to things. Right. That's, that's holding on to things. Right. I think you let it sit with you for a while before you... Totally, totally. I'm yeah. definitely like a marinator. Like I don't, Yeah. I think that's been the biggest communication difference between Matt and I is that Matt is so good with his words and he knows exactly how he's feeling in the moment and can articulate them very well. Where for me, if we ever have like an argument or like a disagreement or whatever, I need to like go back and like think about what just happened and be able to either write it down or like really. But I think that's good. I, I'm like that too, because I've even learned that from dad where it's like, take a breath before you write something or but, but, say but, something. But not even that. Like it just takes me myself a second to like understand what is going on. I rarely will like blow up immediately. I like have to like ruminate on something. I don't think I've ever seen you blow up. No, I am. I'm pretty. I have to be I'm pretty measured. I think because I go back and I like think about it. Right, and I think that's good as long as eventually it does come out. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because if you hold on and hold on and hold on, then it then it just it it grows into something bigger than life itself, totally. which is not good. Totally. Yeah. But the other person or the other party has to be willing to meet you halfway. If they're not, then you're in a standstill. Right. Correct. You know, and then and, that's when and, you have to do the work on your own 
to better your own self, you know, either be it therapy, I've gone through therapy to get through things or whatever it may be to like fix tools. You can only Mm -hmm. clean your side of the street. You can never, even if you in your mind are hoping and wishing for a person to either apologize or to say, I recognize that this was a crazy situation. Let's move past it. I am aware of what happened to me and they're not going to give it to you. You have to learn how to be okay and do things to better yourself and make yourself feel right. okay. I th- I think the hardest thing for me is that I, I feel that what you see is what you get from me. I- I'm not good at pretending. I'm not good at faking. I'm not, uh, I feel that what I say to you or, or say about somebody I could say to their face. But I think that goes just back to, you have to just focus on your side of the street. You cannot make someone say something to you to make it better. No. And no. you can't be waiting for something to move forward in your own life from another person because then you'll just be stagnant. That's when you have to find the tools on your own to make, okay, this is not going the way I want it in my head. So I am going to do X, Y, and Z to better my own self, to clean my side of the street and protect my own feelings and myself when I'm in these situations with X person or X whatever. Well, that's that's what I wish for everybody that that's in situations like that, that um, that you can find the forgiveness or, or the, the communication skills to move life forward because uh, life shouldn't be, you know, um, there shouldn't be so many divisions in life that, that you hold grudges or you have your, you're in your moods or you, you can't find it within yourself to say, I'm sorry and move on. People are complicated. Yeah, we are. We are complicated. But I do know that once you get to that point where you can let go and forgive somebody, it's just such a wonderful feeling. It's just a wonderful weight. Uh, you know, and I can I can speak from experience because I had to do that when I was researching and try- finding relatives of my father and siblings of my father and saying, you know, the first thing I said is I forgive you. I forgive you for not being there. And then that opened the lines of communication. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What's that vulnerability? Yeah. So it's worth it. Yeah. But that's hard to do. I mean, that's the bigger person to open up those channels. All right. I am going to switch gears here, Katie, and do my honest to Pete. What is it, Mom? Kate, Hmm. do you remember what Christopher got Dad for Christmas? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The deer? which is kind of a, what is it? You call it a, a decoy or a target. And they were going to, it well, fine. It, it, it wasn't meant to it be in my like backyard. It looks like a statue of a deer. It, 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 yeah, it looks very realistic. A statue. Okay. And it's basically supposed to be moved up to their land up north. Okay. Well, for the time being, dad had it sitting, has it sitting up in our backyard at the top of the hill that goes down to the lake. Woke up this morning. And I thought, where's the deer? It's on its side. One of the legs is off. 
Okay. A coyote so got, got it. <laughs> All right. So this is playing with the fauna in my backyard. What? Because the fauna, you know, flora and fauna. Fauna is no. the, what are, the animals, the animals that live in my backyard. You call them fauna? I call them fauna. What? So is Italian? Katie. What? Listen to this. I've never heard you what say happened? fauna and fauna. Listen. All right. So that flora and fauna, Katie. Flora is like the flowers and fauna is the animals. Where did you hear this? All right. I, I'm going to slap <laughs> Where you Where did you hear this? Did you just look this up? No. I've never. I'm talking about it. I've never heard you say flora and fauna. All right. Can I finish my story, please? <laughs> So this decoy deer is on its side. I'm looking at it right now. One of the legs is off to the side. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, we've got to move this. And I, and I thought, because the coyotes must have got at it. Well, what do you think came up the hill? Right when I was thinking that, two yearlings, deer. And I thought, oh, my God, they're over there looking at the deer, thinking it, it's hurt. It's like one of them. <laughs> And then it got, they got spooked and they went down the hill. Again, they come back up the hill. And I said to Kevin, honest to Pete, you need to get rid of this. This is just torture. You're spooking all of our animals here. Yes. <laughs> he says, I'll bring it up. I said, well, don't bring it up here because I don't want the coyotes coming on my porch looking for this deer. Yeah. It's like your snow Can white. Can you believe this? Yeah. So honest to Pete. There's always something with the flora and fauna in my backyard. It's an insane thing you just said. I've never... I love that. I think that's very poetic. No, it is, but I've never heard you say that in my entire life. You looked it up. Well, you've so... been away for a while. What? No, I looked it up. Yeah, you saw it. That is in my that is in my vocabulary, Katie. Who'd you learn that from? Flora and fauna. <laughs> Who did you learn that from? Bambi. Bambi? Did you ever read Bambi? I watched the movie, but I don't think they said flora and fauna in the movie. Take a listen again. Mm. All right, mm -hmm. Mom. Happy 2024. Happy 2024. Thank you all for listening, for tuning in. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment, follow us at Honest to Pete on all things social, Instagram, TikTok. Leave us a comment um, on the podcast reviews. We love reading them. Yes. New episode every Thursday. And I'll see you next week, Mama. See you in Minneapolis. <laughs> Bye.